All right, we're back. We're back. And we're back. What's up, bro? Doku and Yoshimoto part two. <laughs> Apparently. Jesus. Yeah, it, you, you know, it's funny because uh, the other, this is the first time that I'm actually asking you questions that I prepared. <laughs> oh, so you're prepared now, for real? No, no. Well, well. Sometimes, <laughs> and, 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 and and like I said, my best interviews, we're just vibing. Like I did an interview with uh, this one uh, rock uh, chick. She sings rock. I thought where you vibing right now. Yeah, and, and it was literally 85 minutes before I asked her a single question because we just, you know, got into, like, religion and, like, corona and stuff like that. We were vibing, man. We were vibing. Yeah. So, um, who are singers of all time? Oh, shoot. Um, duh. I mean, that's a... Hmm. Man, top three singers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, off the top of my head, Janis Joplin. Ooh, I think she's from Texas too. Yeah, like Janis Joplin is up there with me as far as uh, vocalist. Uh, Green, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, man, third one. I gotta be a little careful with this one because. Um, oh man. So I got Al Green, I got Janice, and and then I think Amy, Amy Winehouse, man, for the modern times to represent. Ooh, Amy! Now that girl was a like, talent. Amy, Al Green, and Janice. Janice had that growl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Had that, that that bluesy growl and that that. That passion, uh, Al Green had a soul. Yeah. Did you hear about the conspiracy about all the 70 singers? Uh, which one? Because there's a couple out there. All of them. Well, 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 this conspiracy includes all of them. But basically, like, somebody was like, hey, isn't it weird that they all lived in the same neighborhood they all had ties to the military through their parents, and they all died, like, right after one another. Well, basically, they believe that, um, well, I'm sure you heard the conspiracy that the whole hippie movement was a failed experiment, right? Yeah, I heard that, but isn't it weird that you and I live in the same neighborhood in the last 10 years, and now we're doing an interview? Like, everything can be weird. Yeah, yeah. There's just you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, it's, it conspiracies can be whatever. Yeah, like life, well, well, life happens regardless. But do you want to really put pinpoint uh, a situation and a moment into a box to where it takes the attention away from the talent and what they did versus what could potentially have been the reason for it? Exactly, exactly. And like to be honest, I don't know about you, but you know damn well they had jam sessions, man. Well, oh, hell got- yeah. Bro, you, you, to this day, I can't tell you the amount of DJs that I've had, like, get-togethers at the houses that, you know, yeah, oh, oh whatever, dude, we, I, we hang out and we have tacos and, yeah. like, having a beer backyard and have smoke, but it wasn't even that. We were just hanging out and just throwing some records down. Yeah, like, it, and, and you had, like, uh, Jim Morrison. 
Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, the Mamas and the Papas, like yeah. all these yeah. people in the, in the same, same era. I, I, exactly. I would, what I would give to be a fly on the wall in one of their jam sessions. Bro, I would give anything to be a fly on the wall now with the guys that are currently the the the, the, the takers and the ones that are doing the moves and the guys that are doing things in the industry now with this whole COVID thing happening. You know they're yeah. hanging out at each other's houses. Uh, you know, yeah, Ken, you know yeah. Kendrick got some people coming over. You know uh, yeah. uh, Lauren Hill got some people coming over, hanging out. You know the freaking uh, anybody from uh, The Roots to um, Irene to, you know what I'm saying? Like these what are they going to do? Hang out with people and do music. Yeah, and it's funny because the YouTubers... I can't wait for the sessions to come out. Yeah, and and it's funny because the YouTubers are doing it. Like, look at Tata Mojo. Like, all the YouTubers are like... Yeah, I agree. 100. I agree. But it's the private sessions that are going to be albums in the next 10 years. I can't wait to see that. I'm telling you, like, one thing about Corona next year and the year after that is gonna be entertainment central. Like the entertainment no, for real. industry. It's like if anything, yeah. this is gonna inspire some stuff. If an artist gets stuck in the house and all they have is music and recording and writing. Like Could you imagine what's gonna be released, bro, though? Like for real. Dude, like it's literally gonna get so bad until you'll be having a DJ gig. At around, I want to say twelve o'clock a.m. at a club, like they're gonna yeah. start doing twenty-four hour clubs. Like, now here's my question: How do you feel about the guys that are throwing warehouse parties in the DFW right now? Oh, uh, they got balls, man! They got balls. Now, do they got balls, or are they irresponsible though? Yeah, that's definitely irresponsible. And I mean, look at the they and see people are literally so ridiculous. They literally brought um uh, uh speakeasies back. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Trust me, I like yeah. I've been asked to throw. I've been asked to do some gigs, and I've turned them down. Yeah, like there's. Little, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Like I, I love them, and don't get me wrong. I support my community. I understand we're going through some shit, and people yeah. got to make some money. And yeah, I understand that some people this is all they got to make, but I'm not gonna. I'm, I just can't. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. You know, you're like I love you, but that bitch. Cr- like I'm not. Vicious. I've lost people to this. <laughs> I've dealt with it. I know it's real. So I'm not gonna yeah. go ahead and just throw down because oh, and then I, I I did this amazing set, and then three people died. I'm not gonna have that on my conscience. I'm telling you, man. And like it, it's freaking ridiculous. And like, but one thing. I don't know if you know this person. Uh, there was a girl on Facebook. She was doing uh, stay-at-home raves, and she would literally have what, her What is a stay-at-home rave? Yeah, like, huh, what did you say? What is a stay-at-home rave? Okay, so the DJ will set up in her kitchen, and she'll, it'll, like, the turntable will be on her island, and okay. she'll, like, have, like, lasers you know on and is there, is there people at the place no it's just okay her. cool and and your job is to and she has like lasers going and it's set up exactly like green elephant would be okay and like your and your job is to turn all the lights off in your living room and it'll be like say for instance it's you your wife and your daughter and it's and all like it's all like this. all online shit 
Yeah, yeah, and that's it's dope. on the computer. That's dope. You know, and so and that's another creative way. Like that's she awesome. Was like, hey, yeah, she was like, hey, I know, and I think she's still doing it. If so, good for her. What's her name? So, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm. I know. Like, t- hashtag me yeah. and tag me on the next time you post something. I'm, I'm, I'm totally about that. That's responsible. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Next time the show, I'm definitely you in it because yeah she's freaking you know i'll I say that's so creative and like you can literally have a rave in your home because it's like you're there you know you're just not there but some of the best moments in music i've ever had in my life were by myself exactly exactly Speaking you know it of, doesn't take a crowd to give you goosebumps on a song i'm telling you and by the way r.i.p uh R.I.P. Amy Winehouse, man, that was. Hey, man, that that girl, to me, that's one of my inspirations. I mean, my influences don't usually come just from the DJ committee. Somebody like Amy that struggled with her situations and I can identify with depression. I can identify with PTSD. I can identify with anxiety and and, and addiction because that's something that I deal with on a daily basis. Um, And I overcome and a victim to that, that the artistry behind that, dude, that's that to me is life. Yeah, and I mean, like you remember? Did you ever see the video of her last show? Yeah, it, it was, was it was disturbing, man. It was like it was it was fun- sad to watch. Like I have a record on vinyl, man. I got back to black on vinyl, and to yeah. this day, it just that it's hard not to see that after seeing it when you hear yeah. her music. Yeah, and then her father has the nerve to say, oh, her boyfriend killed her. No, like, you didn't do any better. Like, there's no way she should have went on stage like that, you know? It was her choice to do that. It was his fault to not help her. It was, I think, in my opinion, as a boyfriend, it fell on him to not help her and become the person she could have become and indulge her and brought into what it was. But yeah. when it comes down to it, if you have addiction problems, if you have uh, anxiety issues, you got depression, if you got PTSD, ultimately it comes down to the decisions you make. If you want to get help, if you want to get better, if you want to become a better person, yes, the people around you will have an influence on you. And I'm talking from this from somebody who has these issues. Um, it's your choice. Exactly. You know, I'm a, I'm alive because I chose to be alive. I am not dying from these things. I am living with these things. Yeah, but see, that's the stressful part about it because you want to help the person, but until that yes. person wants help, it's not you. Whatever you do, is not going to make a difference. And, and more so now are stuck at home and caught in a situation where they're not being able to distract themselves from their personal issues as artists you know yeah um it's very difficult and people don't talk about this enough i think many artists are haunted the best way i can say it i guess yeah and uh if you don't come to terms with these things if you don't find an outlet to it if you don't seek help you can't blame other people for this it is your responsibility because it is you who has these things yeah and 
So back to your top three songs. What are your top three songs of all time? Currently? Mm-hmm. My mind keeps changing. Yeah, by the way. currently, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Last, I think, top three for me currently. Uh, um, or like any top three songs that make you move you, make you happy, like. Oh, uh, okay. So make me cry. Oh boy, we're about to open the box. Um, whew, uh, going to changes by Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover, though, not the original. Um, God, I can't think of the artist right now. It was a tiny desk. Was it a tiny desk? It might have been. I, I think you know what I'm talking. I think I might have shared the link to you. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I forget the artist's name though. Uh bro. Uh I'm about to think about it right now. Give me a quick second. It is uh you're, you're- Charles Charlie something. Ah, uh, Charles Bradley changes. Yeah. The Ozzy Osbourne cover. That song, man, that hits to me. Most, most more, I would say more recently than ever. That song in particular really, really gets to me. Yeah. Um, as far as EDM is concerned, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with a song recently that just came out um, this year, actually. I think maybe in the last month. Uh, Clunes. You ever heard Clunes? Yeah. Get Stupid. I don't think I've heard of that. You're gonna. Uh, I think I, I might. I think I might be able to play it while we're talking. You ready? Yeah. I think. Let me see if I can do this. I don't own the rights to this music. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know you don't. I'm just. That's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Spotify does, and we're on Spotify, so it's good. Loophole. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Here we go. That's Clune Get Stupid. The little fade goes in. And it's about to drop on the on the on the rap. Yeah. And on a side note it's I, like on a side note, I was just about to ask, do you still have a record player in your house? I should have figured you did. You hear that? Yeah. So, Get Stupid by Clune. You can hear this. It's just dope song. Nice. So, what are your top three movies of all time? Oh, I got one more song to put out because I got three. You asked for three. Oh, I thought you said three already. No, no, no. That's Clune. <laughs> Uh, the last track that I would say would be my go-to track. No, that's not it. Um, there's a whole band that I would say is... Uh, I'm into punk music a lot, actually. It's a big part of what I listen to. Yeah. Um, uh, but within that, um, if anybody's learned or heard about the new um, uh, Sweeter song... Mm-hmm. 
they just dropped something with the whole uh, what's the name is what's the name of the movie that just came out. Um, oh yeah, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or whatever the new yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we either just dropped a new track with that, and it's ridiculous. Oh wow! So I've currently, been, I've been meaning to check out their soundtrack. Bro, the soundtrack is ridiculous. Weezer dropping the track and the rest of the album. I'm gonna get into it, but it's it's really good. Nice, nice. Now top three. Okay. Top three movies. Top. Three uh, movies. I'm gonna start with um, Braveheart. Uh huh. Classic is my number one movie of all time. <laughs> I got the feels for that one for sure. Yeah. Um, Willow. Mm-hmm. If you remember that one, and oh man, that third one's hard. Um, so Braveheart, Willow, and oh man, I would say Platoon. Platoon. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your top three actors of all time? Oh, uh, wow. So, De Niro. Oh, uh, yeah. He's up there for me. Um, I love De Niro. I love... Oh, man. It's so hard to pick, though. I know some of mine are like, you know, a homeboy, Jamie Foxx, uh, Will Smith, Denzel, Meryl Streep, Viola Davis. Okay, Denzel's up there. Okay, so I would say Denzel's in my top three. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so Nero, Denzel, an actress. Uh, I think, man. Angela Bassett is good, too. Angela's a monster. Yeah, I did. I had no idea she was 60 and she looks that good. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> like, well, I know what she's doing. She's vegan, but still, you know. I think Kathy Bates is my favorite actress of all time. So I would say De Niro, uh, Jamie, and Kathy Bates. Ah, uh, she's a good one. I love Currently. her. I love her. Kathy, dude, Kat, I just rewatched Misery recently and. Yeah. Oof, Lord. A beast. But it changes. Like, it doesn't, like, I, I can say this is currently because of what I watched recently. But, I mean, next week it'll be somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of them are great, to be honest. And speaking of great, perfect segue that I didn't mean to do, but I'm taking it. Uh, what was How about your... take anything? What's up? <laughs> what would be your greatest, uh, greatest moment in your DJing career? Oh shit. Um my last favorite set at the Green Elephant. Mm. Nice. Describe I can't your remember. This is before the R. Kelly drama shit. Uh because Lord knows his music was great, but goddamn that boy has some issues. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you were there for that. You were there for that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I played a remix, a house remix of my mind telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Yes, I remember, remember that, that one. one. <laughs> you, you were there for that, bro. The crowd was bumping that night, and then I remember 
blocking the sound down, and we all sang the chorus together. Yeah. And uh, everybody had their hands up, and it was beautiful, and we all sang it together. And then we just threw it down, and I went to some jank house, and it was just – it wasn't even a song or the set itself. It was a moment. And there's a picture that I have of it. And I post it on my, on my background often, actually. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think, the last set that I did, the Green Elephant, that I was really in the moment with. Um, I think, to me, that, that day of the Green Elephant was my goodbye. You know, now, I played Midlands, and I had fun, but the, that day was just special to me, you know? Yeah. Now, one of my favorite uh, DJs, um, are you familiar with Rehab? Yeah. Love Rehab, man. Everything that it, – it's gotten to the point where I, I just look at his stuff and download the shit. Like, I don't even yeah. – You're like, he dropped something, I'm downloading it. Yeah, like, everything he touches turns to gold. But uh, my uh, one of my first times when I first got into rave scene, um, mm. have you ever heard of an anime convention called Akon? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I actually got both of one Akon's things. Uh, oh. I ended up not being able to do it because I would. I used to roll with uh, Base Society, and yeah. Base Society used to do all the Akon shows. Um, I wasn't able to hit it up, but yeah, yeah, I'm very mm-hmm. familiar. With I'm a, I'm a nerd. Okay, yeah. so I'm a geek. I'm a nerd, and I'm a dweeb, and I'm oh, embracing yeah. it. And I love it. I am. Did you hear they're about to come out with a new Battlestar Galactica show? Yes, By the way, I'm I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. I'm such a freaking geek for this stuff. I'm like nerding out like crazy. Yeah, and I mean, like Akon, the raves are always good. One time I uh, was in there, and they were playing uh, "Guess Who's the Back" by Eminem, and it was funny because there's a line in there where he's like, "Nobody listens to techno," and it was a techno song. Oh, the Eminem track, bro! I've used that thing so many times; it's hilarious. Can you send it to me? Because I've been looking everywhere for that, man. I am gonna. I have a track. I have the track. I have the sample. If you want the sample, yeah, I want. Both. I want to play I around with it. I'll give it, bro. I'll throw you the sample. I sample <laughs> it myself. So my 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 stepson, my boy, he's a huge Eminem fan. Actually, I say I just gifted him uh, two or three vinyl Eminem uh, albums. Oh wow! Um, as his birth, as part of his birthday gift. Um, but it's in there. And so, like, a big thing about me, like, I I just a lot of my samples, I pull them off vinyl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be happy to give you the original sample. Yeah, more than happy to. Cause like uh, I'll never forget that line. Nobody listened to techno, and and like he had turned the whole song into a techno song, mind you. But by the time it got to, it actually gave a whole nother meaning to the song because he was actually dissing somebody when he said that. But when he said that as the song was techno, it was almost as if he was like, you know how Eminem You know, you know what you know where that track comes from, right? That sample comes from, right? Where? Uh without me. Well, well, well yeah, I'm saying the the guy took the without me song and he literally turned the whole song techno. So when he says that no one listens to techno, it was it made it that much funnier because it almost oh it did like, it did and yeah. I, I love it I love that and so many freaking DJs embrace that I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the original sample I'm gonna send you that track 
Yeah, because um, it was almost as if he was such a good track, man. Yeah, because it was almost as if he was making fun of himself. You know, like like nobody listens to techno, but I'm gonna rap to this techno beat because I don't give a shit. You know. Yeah, and and what's beautiful about that track, especially in Dallas, techno, the underground techno scene, it's huge. You got some great DJs. In, in in Dallas, that do some really good stuff with techno. Mm-hmm. Like you've been to the warehouse part in Dallas. Yeah, you've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like techno in Dallas is beautiful. Maceo Plex is doing some really awesome stuff. For example, yeah. Now, if you could open up for any artist, who would it be? Don't say Billie Eilish now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind uh, yeah. <laughs> if I could open up for anybody currently, currently, right? Yeah. Man. If I could open up for anybody like right now, like if we, if we were able to have a national party with nobody going to get sick and right. people were there the whole or, night, right? like or, the real, like the real deal. Or if like an artist that doesn't sing anymore was making a comeback tour, I don't want to limit you. Like any artist that's alive, say for instance, if uh, if uh, you know, um, Stevie Wonder wanted to come back and start making music, like any art is alive that you know is if I was DJing, I want to I want to open up for Fat Boy Slim. Ah, Fat Boy Slim, that's a good choice. Like to me, the positivity that he's always had in his music. Um, especially, and I saw him doing a set with his with his daughter uh, during COVID. That was just amazing. He just released a couple of tracks recently, where which are just amazing. Um, I would love to open up a Fat Boy nice. as a DJ, as a musician, as an as a, as an actual instrument and vocalist and instrument player. Man, if I could open up a CCR. Oh yeah, or Ben Harper. Mm-hmm. That that that'd be dope. Like nice. outside of DJing and outside of uh, uh, house music, my my heart is in blues and uh, southern rock and, and and soul. Nice. Now you produce, right? Like you write and you yes, sir. make up. Where do yes, you sir. come from with the inspiration to do that? Because I know most people they like to get in close off spaces like a closet or go driving, go to a cafe, get drunk, get high or sit in the bathtub? No. How do you create? I'm literally at home on my couch uh, kicking it with my kid or my kids for the matter, uh, talking to my girl, bouncing off ideas. It's it's a daily life situation. The most recent tracks I've been working on and I've been collaborating with some TikTok people um or ghostwriting per se, yeah. it's all been just on daily experiences. So I'll come home and I'll be just literally being in the living room and they walking around and here I am just writing music. Nice. Music, music and food is my life on a daily <laughs> basis. I can't, I can't separate my life from it's in my molecules, man. It's, yeah. it's part of who I am. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a spiritual thing, and one of it really is. Amen to that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, maybe you know? 
maybe one day uh, during quarantine, we can actually take a page out of Selena Gomez's book. I'm sure I'm not going to get this paid. As and much. bless bless her, like as much as I, I can be somewhat of a hater when it comes to some of these artists, good for her for her doing her thing, man. Yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. Maybe one day I can we can get on Facebook Live or Instagram Live and you can like you know put me in the kitchen. Not, not even me, man. You got all these people. You got all these people that are amazing artists in the Dallas community. Mm-hmm. Aaron Hens, TNA. Um, you know all these people that are doing some amazing work within themselves that have great artistry mm-hmm. and do you what you're doing. And what you're bringing to the table and doing it live and do a tiny desk on your, on your terms, that'd yeah. be dope. Yeah. Well, well, I was actually thinking about us getting on live like Selena and cooking, like you teaching me how to cook. Oh. You know, like do Let's our do own it. little. Cause, Let's do it. Because I would be worse than Selena. I would probably burn the place down. <laughs> let's let's burn it down then in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how about like, this? How, the, here's what I'm saying: turn tables on tables. Literally. So let's let's have a a, a local artist in a DFW mm-hmm. spinning while we're cooking and literally burning the house down, probably. Bro, turn <laughs> tables and we'll and we'll see and we, yeah, turn tables on tables. Hey man, shoot, keep. I might have to delete. That sounds like a good idea for a TV show. I might have to delete that. We're gonna we're gonna have to like delete this from the thingy so we nobody can steal this. Thing. All right. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, because I do have a friend that works for MTV. I'm like, uh, I'm watching you. You know, I don't want to see you turn on MTV and this time on turntables on tables. Like, I don't want to see that shit. So you can ask the question, bleep out what I just said, and be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I would be, dude, I'll would bring be the I'll, I'll bring the artist. We'll bring the food. We'll make it happen. I'm down. I would be down. Let's put the music on life, bro. Yeah, because two things. What I'm, else we got right now? Yeah, because two things I've always wanted to make is sushi. I I can make sushi, but it looks ratchet. It looks like you know a giant sushi roll ball. And I've always wanted to cook a pizza from <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, so, I had a date, and she wanted sushi. So I called myself making sushi, and I ended up sushi like I bought some uh, imitation crab. And I wrapped it in like, uh, yeah, I oh, no. it, yeah, I wrapped it in right. Well, we like, uh, what do you call it? We like uh, California rolls, which is funny because it's which not is, sushi at uh, all. No, yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that that, that was a punchline of it all. But no, like I literally got like wrapped it in like a uh, rice ball. The size of a, of a baseball, and I just wrapped no, oh, seaweed around no. it. You know, but, no, but it was stop, good. You know, <laughs> it was edible, but it wasn't. You know, it was edible. edible. Uh, yeah. but at least you tried, though. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to, you know, do a a reasonable size sushi dish, and I want to make a pizza if, from. If you want to talk sushi, I, I'm down. Yeah, I love it, man. Like I'm, a snob, it. I'm a snob when it comes to ramen. I'm a snob when it comes to sushi. I'm a snob when it comes to tacos. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do something. Well, let me ask you this. Who has the best ramen in Dallas? Because I've been looking for a ramen spot for years. Uh, bro. Wait. 
where you can actually go to a restaurant and buy some ramen or yeah yeah like just anybody that have good ramen because the ramen noodle shop in deep ellum i could have made that shit at home like i was like, so disappointed I, could, I think ichiro makes a really good ramen mm -hmm. where are they that's like uh let me look up the actual address <laughs> and how do you uh, it's spell on maple it? i think it's on maple but let me double check real quick yeah, and how do you spell it for the audience that might? Chiro? Chiro uh -huh. is I-C-H-I-R-O. Mm -hmm. I think. I could be wrong. Uh, currently, okay, so let, I'm looking it up. It, it, may, it has good dining and it's doing takeout. They're not doing delivery, which, I mean, I can't blame them. Yeah. Uh, but Chiro has, like, really good ramen. I like I like their tonkatsu. Uh, I don't know if they're doing tonkatsu currently, but they're I, to me in Dallas, they're like the best. And then Oni Oni has really good ramen too. Yeah, and Oni is oh, I have no idea where they're located. Say, say what? Yeah. Yeah. Now let me ask you this as a chef. What's your favorite steakhouse? Which house? one's yours? Because mine is Papa Bros. But what's your favorite steakhouse in Dallas? I Papa am Bro's. really particular about steakhouses. Like like really bad about it. Like mm -hmm. I'd rather go to my friend's house. Yeah. Yeah, that's what like, a lot of people say. Mine like, isn't mine. the best steak. Mine, again, honestly, <laughs> my, I, I make a decent steak. Yeah. I can hook it up. The best steakhouse is not in Dallas to me. Uh, or, 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 or what's the closest best steakhouse in Dallas? The, you know, the mm. one where if you had a chance to go to any of them, you would go to. Are we talking chain or... Like a spot, like a spot. Oh no, no, not chain, not. The... Yeah, like like a good restaurant chains are. Oh my no, God. I mean I like really I like I like the fact of the vibe, but just not. Uh, Let's be honest here. I think in Dallas, the best experience I've had steak wise was uh, it was off a of Lovers Lane. God, what's the name of that place? No, no, not. Ruth Chris is good. Uh, they used to have this venison ravioli thing um, they used to do, and I don't. The, their their steak is great. Uh, oh, it's called Dunson's. Dunson's. Um, uh, D u n s t o n. All right, I'm gonna have to go. I think apostrophe s. Yeah, you're talking I, about like, Papa Do's? Like Papa Do's? Sometimes their stuff is a little like they Papa Bros. No, no, yeah, Papa, well, they're, they're Bros. Papa Bros. Papa got Bros some too. Papa, Papa Do's got Bros some too, but steak. Cajun, you don't want to eat Cajun in Dallas. You do. Yeah. You want Cajun? You go to Houston. You come to San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. And Mexican food. Now, where's a good Mexican spot in then Dallas? Then you don't eat in Dallas. I'm sick of Tex-Mex, man. I hate it. With <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love, don't exactly. give me a DMW like, and all, bro. But I'm, I'm honestly, like, where, legitimate where is... Hispanic food in Dallas is not really there. Am I? 
I eat so. I eat. Tex-Mex is great in Dallas, but legitimate Hispanic Latino cuisine has nachos. He's in Houston and San Antonio and Austin, kind of. Best tacos in Texas? Hands down. Best tacos in Texas. Like legitimate real tacos. I'm talking like the best tacos I've ever had in Texas. Uh, Taquitos West in San Antonio off of West Avenue. Mm hmm. Like, you can if you just want to eat there, out. you can crash in my crib just to eat there. Like, I will take you there. I will pay, and it's like outdoor seating yeah. kind of thing. Like bottle of Coca Cola. Like, is I'm telling you right now, like that is the best tacos I've ever had, restaurant wise, outside of a, somebody that's cooking at home in San Antonio. Yeah. Yes. Are, are they better than no, the yes. ones in Fuel City? I'm, I'm talking like everybody swears about close. That. Oh god, but they're better. Uh oh. <laughs> like they don't even cater, bro. They don't even cater. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try about. Like you, you can only there. go there. Yeah, because I plan on hitting up. Yeah, because I plan on hitting. No, up you want to eat some real Cajun food. You want to eat some real tacos. You want to eat some real Latino and Cajun and Asian cuisine. Yeah, so uh, let me know when you're coming down. Nice, that's a bet. Brother, it's been a bet. Well, it's, it's been, been too long. It's been, to it's, you, it's been. I'm so glad you were. It, it's been yourself. work, but we, we got it finally. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're old. You call me you old, know, real electronics. <laughs> it wasn't our thing, definitely. But um. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I definitely know, identify I with it. Hurts. Don't identify with age. I'm just <laughs> here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. But yeah, you be blessed, man, and care, thank you for everything you're doing for the community. And uh, it's really great to hear somebody doing a podcast with the openness. And and, and I mean, I, I love what you're doing, man. Be blessed for real. Do you too, sir.